you to see before you a sheep of your own fold, a lamb of your own flock, and a sinner of your own redeeming. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This week, as I was uh, making my way through my playlist, uh, I uh, was reminded of a song by Furry Lewis and Mississippi Fred McDowell called or entitled, When I Lay My Burden Down. And I ended up listening to it all week long. It just kind of hit with me. And, uh, you know, he, he offers, he says, Hallelujah, when I lay my burden down, I'm going home to live with Jesus. When I lay my burden down, all my troubles will be, my trouble will be gone when I lay my burden down down. Glory, glory, he sings when I lay my burden down. When McDowell sings this over and over again, he offers us a vision, if you will, of three interconnected pieces. The first is the opportunity to lay our burdens down because of the second piece, life of Jesus which is connected to the third piece. Hallelujah. Thanksgiving. Right? So it is an offering to lay our burdens down because Jesus invites us to do so and we have life with Jesus and then to offer gratitude. And I wondered, I wondered what burdens you brought with you today. Sometimes I think we come to church to escape the burden. But church is where we're supposed to bring the burden. Let me assure you that is this place. So I wondered, have you been fighting for something this week? Maybe fighting with God, as the parable says. Maybe fighting with somebody else. Are you feeling distant from your relationships, from God? Maybe this week you kept watch all night somebody. Or you had a long, hard week. Maybe your health is wearing you down. I don't know. I don't need to know. It's not an invitation, by the way, <laughs> to let me know. <laughs> it's an invitation like God knows. An invitation to me now offers to lay your burden down for as Jeremiah proclaims, when doing so, we will be able to discover that a new day has dawned. A day where God is discovered in your heart, where you receive that peace beyond understanding, a love beyond comparing, a hope in this world and for the next. A new day. Now, I was in a therapy meeting one time, and my therapist had me pulling on this handle thing. I, it's, probably, it's probably some technical name for it. And I was supposed to pull as hard as I could on it, and then, of course, I was going to release it. I didn't release it. I just let you know. A little, little insight into your bishop there. I had a little hard time releasing. But I think that's part of what we have a hard time doing. Sometimes we get so used to carrying our burdens, it's hard to put them down. But Jeremiah promises that a new day is coming for those who can do so. 
a new day because of the life of Jesus. Jesus takes on our burdens and he hangs them upon the cross long before I, you and I ever even experienced them. Jesus lets mercy flow from that cross and forgiveness and comfort and a sense of everlasting hope. God is constantly bringing life out of the rubble of our lives and out of the rubble of our relationships. Lay your burdens down, for surely the prophet and Jesus proclaim out of lostness and leastness and death, God will bring life. New life breathed into some old bones. So we come to worship and to give thanks because God does this. We come to give thanks and in giving thanks we offer what we have, our burdens, our lives, maybe a bit of our treasure, a bit of ourselves and our bodies. We lay them down before the Lord, reminding ourselves that these burdens, I think this is the important part of what we do here, we remind ourselves these burdens, these hard spots, these struggles, even death will not have the last word. Because Jesus has promised that that is true, as have all the apostles and prophets told us so. We come and we lay our burdens down because of the life of Jesus. And we Episcopalians, uh, we even say hallelujah as we stay at the graveside. Laying burdens down and worshiping God out of sense of gratitude for Christ's death over those burdens is a spiritual practice. It's something that you and I have to actually work at. It's a small part of a rule of life that our brother and sisters, our sibling addicts, struggle with all the time. But they've made gratitude a part of their 12 steps. Every day I wonder, can you think of three things to give thanks for? Yeah, I bet you could. Do you do it? Have you ever noticed in the prayers of the people how quiet our thanksgivings are? And how long our burdens are? What if we flip that? And started saying, thank you, Jesus, for this and for that. And all the goodness that we've had this week. It begins to flip the script, as they say. Look for things big and small to be grateful for. Small kindness, a gesture, an act. Say thank you. Practice the words, I am grateful for you. suffering for cancer, receive balloons and a care package to say, you're in my prayers. That's what we give thanks for. The small kindness, perhaps unnoticed. Life of gratitude is a life of Christian grace. It's a response to being able to come and lay our burdens down to know that Jesus takes them up with full mantle of grace. Gratitude is the way we share grace. In the end, there will come a time when we will lay all of our burdens down. McDowell says it this way. 
I'll lay my burdens down, and I'm going to come and see my mother again. Glory, glory be seen. In that moment, I promise you, I've been walked with so many before. All that will be left will not be the burdens and struggles of this world. But it will be love. And it will be gratitude. And that's where our hallelujahs come from. So rejoice. Be honest about the burdens and let go of them, unlike your bishop. Rejoice. Because every time you gather is a new day. A lovely day. When you can lay them down at Jesus' feet and allow him to take them up on our behalf. Lay down your burdens. Because when you do that, as Freddie McDowell says, then you're living with Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.